Moped Outlaws episode 99 with our returning guest, Radioactive. Before we get started with the Yo. conversation, we're going to play some music. Good to have you back, man. Good to be back. Some people see things by the story that you told down. But everyone is asleep until they are awoken. If you got enough for your people, they won't know until you show them. Nobody is equal until you truly know them. Some people see things by the story that you told them. But everyone is asleep until they are awoken. Sit in my room with the boom as I say to my friends, this ain't the end, it's the beginning, cause we're sinning round and round like the waves in the sound, lights and waves of a crowd, nights and days of the wild, why, what, where, and how did we get here, it's foul, who forget, fear and growl, who the next years of power, soon elected, cowards prove to let tears shower, down the cheeks till it's found in the streets, neglected love, expect the flood to be surrounding the beats, books turn to boats as we drown in the sea, and the hooks filled with hopes drop down so deep. To keep anchored back to earth with the ground of my feet While I'm thanking God first, not the crown that you keep Awoken by a rap and a rhythmic beat You can't cope with the fact you was living to sleep If you got love for your people, they won't know till you show them Nobody is equal until you truly know them Some people see things by the story that you told them I occupy the day, give thanks first thing. Life's a freestyle despite rehearsing four words. There is no reversing. I occupy a flow with a song, river sing, and the rain dance. Then I occupy a strange glance of a choir that walks the sky and sang chants. Screaming, make it rain, they naked and they raise hands. Seeming shaken when awakened by the bass amps. It's ancient, rock and fly and fearless. Make plans to occupy the spirit when they hear it. And they share it everywhere if they get near it. Occupy the body and mind, almost can't bear it. Let it go, occupy your better flow. Hip-hop is my spiritual, recreational and medical. Cultural, occupy a bunch of y'all. Unify and multiply dollars, just watching y'all holler. If you got love for your people, they won't know till you show them. Learn 
That was just a sample for those of you who are watching on video of the amazing artwork that Radioactive produces, as well as the amazing music that you heard. But that's one of the, my favorite things about you, Radio, is the depth and breadth of your creative power. Um, oh, I want to ask you about that song. What can you tell us about that song? Huh. Well, first, I want to say thanks for having me here. Um, thanks for also playing that song and rocking that art up there because a lot of that I don't even remember. So as I'm looking at it, it was so new to me too. I'm like, Oh, that one. Ooh. And it just makes you think I'm going to go back and like catalog a bunch of the stuff. Of, I never go back and look really at them. So I'm glad to be reminded. Um, a lot of times we can't scroll down so far in our Instagrams and take that time to keep, you know, stacking. So I guess that's a good thing for that storage. Um, that song, Awoken, which came to be, I made that song a couple years before the pandemic hit. And so now when I listen to it, it makes me think like of some of the stuff I was talking about. If that makes any sense. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Um, it's about... And which is wild because the years before people weren't talking about the woke crowd. Like now I hear people say woke and that wasn't a thing that people was saying. And so before I had did a woken, I, I did a song called wake up um, on my album. It was a mixtape called sleep or sell, which also was sleeper cell or sleepers hell. Um, so to, to, to see the progression of that, every time I hear Awoken, I'm like, wow, when I perform it, I only perform the first verse. I don't perform the second verse ever. So as so as it started playing, I'm like, wow, I never really listened to that song. But then I'm like, oh, that's how the second verse was. Because you know what? The Occupy movement was happening. Remember that? that Occupy Wall Street? That's so that long ago. Trump? Or before that? No, that was way before. before we're talking Wall like Street 2003. Yeah, way yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. Occupy Wall Street was like, yeah. you know, people thought that was going to be the revolution, right? Another one of those things. Now it's another thing in the past. Um, but that's why that whole verse, I'm like, I occupy. I occupy the day, give thanks first thing. Likes to freestyle beside, besides rehearsing. Four, I said four words, which is four words. But I said four words, there is no reversing, which is actually four words. And I said, I occupy a flow with a song, Rivers Sing, which is like reversing, but the rivers sing. And the rain danced. Then I occupy a strange glance of a choir that watched the sky and sang chants, screaming, make it rain. They naked and they shame and, and they they naked and they shake hands, feeling shaken when awakened by the bass amps. It's ancient, rocket flyer fearless. It's like it's like people standing around naked, like dancing to for the sky for it to rain. It was also a drought going on in the thick of the drought, you know. Um, 
And so that, that song actually, I wrote it without thinking about it. Like I didn't stop. You know what I mean? I almost yeah, like couldn't that. write fast enough for my thoughts of it. You know, if that makes sense. Like I'm writing, yeah, I'm like trying not to write scribbly because I'm like, oh, oh, you know what I mean? Um, and the whole, the rivers, the rivers thing. And once it got to that, the whole time I'm writing, I'm like, oh, a rivers thing. Like I was like a mad hatter writing that one. So I actually really loved that one's still before it's time. It's not one that is a dancer unless I got a, once I got a live band playing that, right? Um, that beat, I want to say, Greenhouse Records, I want to say that that was made um, in Santa Rosa at the Live Musicians Co-op. Wow. But the beat, I want to say, is hypnotic. My homie hypnotic is what I want to say. I'm pretty sure that that's hypnotic. If I had to guess, so were you so playing that beat while the lyrics are flowing through you? Like he, I think hypnotic created that beat. But what I'm wondering is, were you writing to it? Like, were you listening to that as you're writing? Yes. Oh, yes. I went into the studio and I had some studio time. So I got in there like, what do you want to do? And I'm thinking, okay, what do I want to do? Of course, now that they hear this, they're like, really? But they didn't know that I was going in there like, what am I going to do? They're thinking, I'm like, so I'm like, oh, that beat. Now that beat I had had and rocked it live. You know what I mean? I loved that beat. And so just to, just to write to it, it was like, and so it came to me. It's weird thinking about it now because it was really, I just dove into that, if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? And I had a whole bunch of rhymes ready. I had a backpack full of rhymes ready that I could have picked from. I went right to that. And then, yeah, now it's it's so before it's time. I can only think about it now and go, wow, that's crazy. Because when I was writing it, like, what sense did it make? It just came out. You know what I mean? Um yeah, just thinking about it, I might have to go back and listen to it because there's a whole there's a whole thing where I'm talking about the leaders. Let me see. It's part of the first verse. I love you. Um, how does it go? Grabbing an empty notebook, good old paper and pen, sit in my room with the boom. As I say to my friends, this ain't the end. It's the beginning because we're spinning round and round like the waves of a sound and the waves of a crowd. Wow, why, what, weird, and how did we get here? It's foul, fool, forget, fear, and growl. Soon the next years of power. Elected cowards will let tears shower. Down the cheeks till it's found in the street. Neglected neg- neglected love expect the flood to be surrounding the beats. Books turn to boats as we drown in the seat. And the hooks filled with hope drop down so deep to keep anchored back to earth with the ground on my feet. I'll be thanking God first, not the crown that you keep. Awoken by a rap and a rhythmic beat. They couldn't cope with the fact they was living asleep. Wow. So much the woke movement came after that. Like people being like, I'm woke, I'm woke. That wasn't really popping off like that. So my, I did a whole art exhibit at that time called Awoken. 
which is a lot of that stuff he was showing when I had a whole art exhibit. And I was like, I'm going to call the art exhibit Awoken because I got this song that's Awoken. And it's like, do I do the song for people to dance to or do I do it to mean something else time, right? Yeah. Okay, well, the song's dope. What is that about? Like, now I got the art. And thinking at some point someone's going to put two and two together, show that. But I was, I don't be thinking about that. You know what I mean? Like the painting that's in the background of Whistler, that was part of Awoken. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that one was Geo, 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 Geomet, Geotech. It's like Geotextology. It was like this weird, you know, textures and, and geometry. Right, right. Um, Geometextry was what it was. But um, any which way, that's what it was. The Awoken writing that. Thanks for asking me that because it really just set my brain in a bunch of ways thinking about it. It was random. Wow. Yeah, so this this is the background that we have going, right? So that's yeah. the, the the piece that you see behind us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so I, you know what? I'm gonna like, make a print out of that. It seems so like what? your flow in the moment is so potent and powerful. Is that one of the reasons that freestyle really appeals to you? Is it's like there's just this gift that comes from the moment? That's a good question. A gift that comes from the moment. You know what? It's the only moment. Yes. It is the only time that I am in the moment, which is wild because there's people that meditate to be in the moment. But like, I feel like when I'm thinking about like when I do try to even meditate, like whatever I'm thinking has already passed. By the time my brain thinks of whatever I'm thinking, that's already passed. Even the silence has passed. But like freestyle and I'm riding, I'm right at the edge. It's like traveling to the speed of light almost, right? It's like, uh, uh, and like in actuality, you shouldn't even be able to. I've talked to some like brain surgeons, or whatever they're talking about. They're like, actually, like the fact of the matter is, your brain is calculating it. So by the time you realize it, it's already happened. So how to rock off a beat, freestyle? How to see things and rock with it? But the beat's playing in real time. You know, so you're actually now, a future. You're a future traveler. It's beating in real time. The planets are really. Even though people say time doesn't exist, it's like, doesn't it though? Like we're all on these knobs in the clock. And if any one of them stop, the whole thing falls apart. So it time and space and where something is as it clicks, it's like time doesn't exist, but it does, which is weird because it's the only time other than love where I think of love as the all, but then that's my first time thinking Outside, but well, no, look, because the all would be rhythm. That's wild. So, like, yeah, it's it's wild that all these things are connected. Like, whoa, it's there, but it's not. How is that possible? It all fits, right? All truths are but a have truths, and this is the paradox. Yes, and while we search for the whole truth, right? <laughs> Amen to that. Chasing some kind of rhyme for our time. Yes, so we can feel sublime. Man, 
Shoot, life is beautiful. So, um, yeah, the answer to your question is, is yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving right along. <laughs> How is it to be a prophet? I mean, I've never been the one that profits off myself, but I would ask anybody that made money off of me, like, I wonder how it is to be, to get a profit. I mean, a profit, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, like an apostle prophet. Biblical oh, I know what prophet. you meant. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I know what you meant. All right. Um, I wouldn't consider myself a prophet, but I definitely consider myself a prophecy. Well, I believe sense. it. Probably that's, I don't think a real prophet does consider themselves a prophet, but that flow. Like I see that, the prophecy. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, though. Yeah, but that flow we just heard that opened up this episode is prophecy. Like, you well, were. It makes t- sense now. What? It makes sense now. Yeah, that's what but I in mean. In the time, it didn't feel like prophecy. It just felt like, wow, that's weird. It's a story. I'm like, okay, people standing around. To me, it's like, ooh, the when it connects. I could care, like, I don't feel like a prophecy, except for everything's connected. So really the funny part about it is like getting a joke that is the intergalactic joke, where it's like, oh, you search for things, but everything's just a joke. It's because it's like, ha, 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 yeah. Just seeing it connect is what gives me that. Once I see it connect, I get the goosebumps. Oh, it's meant to be. What is it? I don't know, but it fits. And it fits so beautifully that it's like, what are the chances of that? Right? Yeah. You try to find the pieces of uh, pieces of a puzzle. You pick up a rock and go, because I need something around this size. And when you stick it in, it just goes in. You're like, what? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think at that point, when you're not looking for it, that's where the prophecy would be right but i think the prof- the the prophecy is really a joke it's a punchline when we're looking for something serious you know what i'm saying i do well like and you kind of what i heard earlier is you playing on the word profit and also profit like business and so there's also a profit yeah, like I, well, I, I have like fits a lot, and I'm pro at it. I'm def- I'm a can. <laughs> and I was even thinking of professional, like sports person. And you got your fit. You, you know, you got your shoe. You're like, that's um, what I'm not one of those. Wow, that I'm definitely. But soon, I'm gonna prophesize that. In about five years, I'm gonna be like, blow, 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 healthy. You know what I'm saying? In about five years. Yeah, in what five if God's years. Giving you three. <laughs> you gonna give me three? No. What if God's giving you three? Then I got two up there to exercise. You better have a gym up there. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, I just, I, right? you, you look very fit to me. I like to pick three, but God made me say five, so I was like about five. All right. Which is a great right. name of an R&B band. If there was like four people, four, three, sometimes it's five. Like New Edition is like about five people. Yeah, I like that. I like that. How many people in the band? We have about five. <laughs> the club's asking, how many people come in your band? About five. It's like, about five? <laughs> well, well, there's this we'll guy, see. Radio. He might show up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he counts for we're four trio, people. But we're about five. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, all right, this question keeps coming up in me. Um, okay. 
I got a feeling that you have witnessed people profiting from your energy and and walking away with the lion's share while you're in the chair sitting there. Is that a real thing? That rhymed, first of all. Yeah, that's probably how our episode's going to be. Cause you hear Mark that? Was <laughs> that was that rhyme while you're sitting there. Oh, the lion's share. That rhymed. I thought you was about to start spitting. <clears throat> um, something that I wrote recently was even the moon profits off the sun. Yeah. Right? Yes, sir. We see a full moon, we're like, look at that full moon. Yeah. But really, that's the the light from the sun. Yeah. You know what I mean? So even the moon yeah. profits, and then, like, what is profiting? Gaining, right? Making yeah. something more than you would have without that thing. Right? Yeah. So... I would, there was a time where I just didn't want people to profit off me or, you know what I mean? But now I would hope that they profit off of me. You know what I mean? Like I go into this elementary school and I'm, and I'm praying like, yo, profit off this. I'm handing you this, like take something from this and make, if I can make your life better and easier with this, do it. You know, you got to remember my name as long as I do it. You know, there's people that, invented, helped invent the lights, not just Edison, but we say Edison, but there's a whole bunch of other people that did. We'll never know their name, but you know what? The lights work and that's enough for those people, right? Those, when they go on at the gates, their, their doings and, and successes and failures will be weighed on their own scale at their own weight mass. You know what I mean? And so as we try to move towards one way or another of doing something that is and take a claim to it. It's like we profit off of all things. We profit off of nature. Like I, yeah. like the fact that everything is connected and, and has already happened and will happen. And it's all by rhythm. I profit off that every day. Yeah. Every so day. The fact of like, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and even interacting as people, there are rules that we could follow that would make people's lives easier, right? There are different levels that we can learn, right? And then we might not, right? We might take the long way. For me, if I'm here in a beat, I'm like, okay, I know like this. And I try to talk to people as if they see what I see or hear how I hear. Like if I'm eating some food, they taste what I taste, but they don't. And so to realize, oh, wow, they're on their own place in it. And not only that, that doesn't mean it's bad because now they're in taking this experience. And however that happens, happens. And it fits like that rock that you pick up and you go like this. And you're like, oh, you know, it just doesn't fit the way you thought it was. Right. And yeah, most of us will fit it and go, I fit that. I did that. Right, I picked up the rock, and I right. that. I found I that rock. I pulled that out. Right, yeah. and yeah. that part we get that. It's like we give it to that. We and at different levels, we um profit off of that emotionally. Right, we can yeah. profit off people emotionally. Yeah. We can profit yeah. off people financially. People can profit yeah. off us, and people have profited off me many different ways. But here's the one way that I don't like. It doesn't vibrate with me when they when they extract 
You see, there's a difference between profiting off of nature and drilling in the ground and extracting fuels mm. to use, right? Mm. And, and going, oh, it's hard to do it. There's something blocking me, but you know what I'm going to do? Create this way around all that so I can get the most out of that and I don't got to give so much right. and kind of cheat. Maybe I could cheat. If I can, I can, right? Without thinking repercussion. They just think, ah, I can, I can get by. And so that way of, that way of people profiting, if they have an intention of like, oh, you know what? This person ain't going to know that I'm going to take this from them. They don't even know. They're not smart enough. So I'm going to go to this level and take from them. They call it taking candy from a baby. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The baby yeah. don't know no difference, but you take it away and then the baby cries. But by that time, you it's off. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen, you think, right? But right. it's like taking candy from a baby. What about taking something from a baby tiger while the mother's there? Or you don't know where the mother is. like, Or a baby grizzly bear. Right, the well, baby grows up and remembers there. The second you see a baby grizzly bear, you should be like, "Uh, where's yeah. the mama?" And so yeah. those parts is the repercussion. The mother is the repercussion, which is wild that I'm saying it right now because that just broke something in my head and fixed something's growing. But the mother is the repercussion, and the baby is like we look at nature as the baby, and we could take that candy away but actually nature isn't what we're taking it from we're taking it from the moment and the experience but and the life but the the mother of life is nature and we don't worry oh where's mother the mother at we got this we'll pour it into the river whatever there's plenty of that we got this oh the other people go they're gonna destroy the earth what are, we're gonna destroy the whole earth and they're like no we're not we'll make it hard for us to be here but the earth is going to be fine. Yeah. I you know what I mean? Like the mother's going to show up. You might yeah. be like, oh, we're going to hurt this. No, you're not. You don't hurt a baby lion as long as the mother exists. Right. Yeah. And so people profiting off of me, that's cool. As long as they don't um, extract from me more than I'm giving for them to profit because I give. I'm not like, oh, you can't have now so that they have to take it. They don't have to take it. They can ask for it and I give it, but they ask and they start asking and they ask and then they go, oh, you know what? Well, I pay for it if I can just take from him, right? Uh, one of the things I one of the things I know about, notice about you is that you are a infinite fountain of creativity. Like you do, you'll sit down and you'll do, I'm going to do 50 Christmas ornaments this week, or I'm going to spit a flow and it's going to be like eight minutes long. And it's going to just have all this incredible richness to it. And, or I'm going to sit down, I'm going to make some paintings this week. It's, it's such a miracle to witness. And it's so amazing. Um, Actually, I want to talk, ask you about what you did today, because you mentioned when you go into the schools. Can you tell us about what you're doing and why it means so much to you? Yeah. You know what? It's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Um, I'm going into elementary schools and doing rallies. They call them assemblies. So all the kids come into all the children, the youth come into um, the gym or their, whatever, their common ground where they all, you know, the cafeteria and things like that. Um, and basically they just sit down and it's like, you know, kindergarten to fourth grade. Then we do like fifth and sixth graders, you know what I'm saying? After. So 
beatbox, teaching them rhythms, timing. It's different for different things. Like when I do it with Beats Lyrics Leader with Jay Ross, we're doing performing, we're beatboxing, we're rapping, we're teaching them um, beats per minute, tongue twisters, um, getting them to come up and rap, talking to them about, you know, agreements instead of rules, hmm. type of stuff. When I'm doing uh, the Hip Hop Congress stuff, it's I'm going to Juvenile Hall. Um, I'm working, I'm doing like workshops at the library, writing workshops about choruses and hooks, such things, interludes. Um, when I Tell- go into with Hip Hop for Change, I'm going in, I'm, I'm in Sonoma County and I'm doing, that's middle school. Right. So I'm going into the middle schools and um, doing it's like a theater class almost and, and, and teaching them different things about the history of the 50 year of hip hop. Because it's the 50 anniversary of hip hop. They're talking to them about that, teaching them, you know, stage presence, how to loop, um, you know, being speaking and pr- pronunciating sounds. Standing on stage, giving um, being supportive of your peers, anti-bullying, teaching them how to um, set boundaries and re- and then read other people's and respect other people's boundaries, set value to themselves. That's what I'm doing in those schools. And, and it's so many kids, it's like, yo, if I can inspire just one of them, if one of them can profit from it, I did the job. Like, that's a win, you know, to be able to do that, to be able to do that, get paid to do that, um, that right there is like that's better than anything. It becomes better than playing at a bar with, you know, people that are drunk or whatever. So lately it's all about community. I mean, it's always been about community for me, but I was trying to get, I think so long I was trying to get the club crowd to get onto community, come out. And it was like recruiting, like, yo, y'all, we doing this for the family. Y'all know about love with you. But things are so um, polarized now that literally it's the children and the frontliners that need the the energy, the refuel. You know what I'm saying? Like how um, Bob Hope used to go and, and play for the troops. Yeah. Like getting out there and, and doing it and then being like the youth are like, yeah, they're so psyched up about like life and community and the, the teachers and are looking and they're like, yeah, you community people that are older. They're like, oh, yes. Like this is what needs to happen and so pumping that in every possible way becomes for me my focus my focus is no longer the entertaining aspect of it and for the most time hip-hop was always community for me i just went from community to communitainment then that became entertainment. And the bigger that gets, the less, the less micromanaging of you can do in the community. It goes the biggest bang for the buck, the biggest fundraiser, the big, which is fine for those type of things. But I'm, I'm, um, I'm like a Navy SEAL. I'm like the special ops. These three, four, five of us come in, whoop, do it. You know what I mean? Dip out. What are those kids leaving with? On it, 
I don't need no statues for it, right? I just need the kids to be like, I don't remember his name, but he made me think <laughs> of, you know, this thing. I forget what his name was. He beat boss, but he made me think of like this, and and now I want to do this. That's it. And he was talking about hip hop. He was hip hop. I don't know what his name was, but it was hip hop. And like now, I want to do hip hop. That's it. That's it. I want to be hip. I want to be myself. You know what? I'm this, and this is now my name. And as we go through the days of people being able to <clears throat> embrace and um, what would what would be the words I'm looking for? Choose. There's choice involved, like who they are and what they are. Yeah, the choice. The, the um. Like, are you referring to how these days we have gender fluid, fluid? Yeah, what would be the word, like, if someone wants to be? Like, I think what you're referring to is these days there's more transparency to an individual connecting to their inner flow as their identity. Identity. That's the word I'm looking for. So what people can identify yeah. With all sorts of things, right? So someone can identify with however they want to identify with, especially these days. Yeah. So that's I'm okay with it, like whatever. I identify as hip-hop. I identify as all things, all love. I identify as a piece of all things. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah. if I can do that, right, because that's what hip-hop's always been. And think of how long... It's been like, that's ridiculous. You guys are just rhyming. Oh, it's a phase. It's a, it's a culture on the planet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And easily things like that can be misunderstood and as well as neglected or forgotten. But while that happens, it exists. Like a magician can do woo, 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 this and people go, wow, he's from another place. But the magician just goes, no, I know the rules of this trick. Right? It's easy. So I can tell anybody, oh, you can rhyme. I can't rhyme. You got to be born with being great rhymers. I didn't say you can rhyme great. I'm just saying you can rhyme like anybody can rhyme. It's like saying some people are really comfortable expressing their feelings and some people just aren't. Yeah. Well, that's not true. You know, some people are really just good at lifting weights and some people just aren't. That's how I think about it. Some people are good at riding a bike. Some people just aren't. You know what I mean? Some people are good at math. Some people just aren't. Right? Some people are good at sleeping. Some people just aren't. See, that's more honest. That's more... Some people aren't good at sleeping. Lately, I have not been good at sleeping, but that's a whole other story. Some people have conditions where they just can't sleep, right? Yeah. There's conditions where people that can't sleep. But You you mentioned 50 years of hip-hop. And I'm wondering years. if you could mark the beginning and, and for our audience who might August not understand. August 11th, 1973. Wow. What happened? In the Bronx. Is that when they had the neighborhood party? In the, in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. That's where this thing that we call hip-hop as we know it sprout, like the, that first sprout, the first sprout popped from the little, the little green... And right, and then that seed starts growing. But the seed was growing and fertilized through all these different things. You know, one thing that's resonating strongly with me with you talking about hip hop and music and identity is last night I uh, saw Dr. Um, Angela Davis speaking at College of Marin. She wow. mentioned how. 
black music is the music of freedom and it's freedom for everybody. And that's why it's worldwide. That's why jazz is worldwide. That's why hip hop is worldwide because it's freedom and it's freedom for everybody. And that's resonating with your words as I hear you speak as well. Yeah. Why wouldn't it be freedom for everybody? That's what I tell people. I'm like, it's not an extra thing. Someone else was talking to me about this uh, when I was doing this thing at the library. It was like, you know, like black music. And and I'm saying, you know what? Like, black excellence, black love, just love. You know, the thing about it is that the black they put on us, right? They yep. put the black on us and, and then created a black by erasing our history and our cultures. Yeah. Now, black... They, they start being like, oh, we're going to call a black am. They think that black is bad, right? But they call a black hole a black hole, not because it's dark, but because they don't know what's inside it. Dark matter is dark matter, not because it's dark. It's because they don't know. And so um, the blackness that I have s- starts with where I don't know myself. Yeah. And I want to find myself because naturally by not knowing yourself, all you can do is continuing to find yourself, which is the reason I believe to even exist. So by taking away existence, creating a reason to exist by taking away these things and, 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 and not even not creating it, reemerging it. You see, because I used to say, thank goodness there was oppression. All these different things that happened created hip hop. But no, I know hip hop exists continually. It's like life continues. Right. And where we are, we live in this life right here. We are Earth, right? Running it. Billions of us. There was another time where there was billions of things. Right. So would you would you say that the vibration that hit on August uh, 11th, 1972, that actually existed prior to that date? And so hip hop is eternal prior to from the the Big Bang was the first beatbox or the first hip hop. What we call hip hop is really connection and acknowledgement of the connection and then. Interacting with the connection which makes difference. And that difference causes a connection. Right. And so this is the dance of existence. If you had an infinite mind, the moment you thought of that, right, since there is no time, there is no moments. It's just like, you think of that, like my right now, just think in my head, like I can feel it in here. I can feel it. But if I had an infinite mind, can you imagine? You can't. Just thinking like, Prow. It, right? it, might look, it might look like this. Yeah. <laughs> infinite. And that's a grain of sand of it. It's so infinite, right? That it'd be like, mm-hmm. so wild. It's so beautiful that we don't have to look at it like that. Even though we could create that within it. We are actually that on the outside, right? So inside of this beautiful thing we are, we can then create these minuscule, beautiful other things of art, songs, moments, and we're inside of a thought. (laughs) And think of the thoughts that are inside of us and with this minimal mind. 
we can do that. Right. So with all this energy you have, what do you do for yourself to um, to regenerate? And um, yeah, I drink water. Mm. All right. That's a good reminder. Yeah, they gave we're given this Mm -hmm. to like what's better than I don't know. Are we G rated on here? Are we X? Can I? Oh, no, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. Okay, well, I said on this on the stage on at the show, I said, um, I said something, something, something for all the sons and daughters. The only thing better than pussy, and then I picked the water. Right. <laughs> and then at the end, I said, "I'm not a killer, don't but don't push me." The only thing better than water. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, life is yeah. beautiful. Every moment is beautiful. And the more we recognize it and acknowledge it in these moments of acknowledgement, that's where the beauty, like, there's an energy that flows inside of it. And, and the more lately that I've been thinking about that, the more I feel the energy of that's why we're being distracted. Like, people are like, distracted from what? And I'm like, well, pay attention and you'll see. Acknowledge what's going on and you'll see what we're being distracted of. The beauty of life. Which is dope for the art and pictures and stuff like that. Like we can grab those moments. Yeah. Right? Not not only that, we can grab those moments to remember. Now they're making machines to create moments that never happened. Yeah. Which is interesting because it then it is happening, but it's in a circumstance that we right now are deeming as not real, but in actuality. Like, I think with AI, what's kind of going on is it is altering reality. What What's going to be identified as reality. It's augmenting it. Right. And I think but, our but children. So wasn't, so wasn't scratching a turntable. Right. Exactly. That's exactly it. I think our children and their children are going to adapt to the things that are happening. Like I don't and think I, and I'd to like to see I'd like to see AI try to change the world as fast as scratching a turntable did. <laughs> like sit, let's sit for this moment for a moment and imagine the world if they never went and mixed wow. that record like that. Imagine just I, that, just that one. Yeah. You feel me? Like, we think of these tools that they create, but just like there was a time when the record player was created, and you know who couldn't stand that? Orchestras. Now, the orchestras, though, recorded music, which is an interesting, I'll I'll brief those story, I'll I'll toss to you. Recorded music is a funny thing because before they had to get the musicians to play and where they would get them to play is in the castle. Yes, yes, yes. Like that's where you'd get because, but they were playing in the village where they called the people, the villains. Now they played in the village and every now and then they could pay someone, come play in the castle. But the real players are like, no, because they just didn't like the castle. The castle will see how they get down. See how they treat us. We're not going in there to play for y'all. Then they'd get somebody that's going to go, okay, I'm going to go in. Now, for the most part, the first people that would go in and play music, right, 
because of that bridge? Do you know who the first person that would come in to play music in the castle before orchestras ever did? I have no idea. Well, the Joker, the dunce. All right. He'd have bells on his hat and... You know what I'm saying? That's true. Like, you sing that and play little fat, funny songs. And they'd laugh. Ha <laughs> ha. He'd fall over the place, the buffoon. Right? right? Come on in. If you come in, we're going to laugh at you outwardly. We're going to laugh at you. Come in here and perform for us. So, the real ill people that could cook, that could make the best clothes, the, the only number, the number twos and the number threes were in the castle. The number one was never in the castle. The number one was in the village. Like, now nah, I'm good. Right. Well, I also heard that the fool was the one who was um, sending the truth. So he would he would tell the truth of what the king and queen are doing to the people, but he did it as a fool. Yes. Yeah. Right. It's flavor flavoring it. Yes. Well, exactly. beat this. Then they created a way to record the music. So they just made you play once. Just come on, play for us once. Uh, just once. You don't even got to live there, but we'll pay you this much for this once. You know what? I right, for this once, we don't got to stay there too. And they're going to pay us. They're going to give us this land and everything, you know, and it, we'll do it so dope that they're going to need, because they're going to need us to come back. They're not going to do nothing to us. They need to come back. So they come in and play. Maybe it's a guy on a piano or whatever. They started with a piano figuring out how to, Okay, you come and play. But now we just recorded that. So they got this weird contraption. I don't know what that is. Whatever, we'll just play. Then they go. Here's the funny part, and they played it back, and they could hear them. Wait, how do y'all have? And some people thought it was demons. They captured our spirit and put it into this machine, which is like this tube. You know, um, a, what was it called? It's a something phone, gramophone, yeah. a gramophone, right? Now they go back to the village. Yo, they got this machine. Then they come out to the village. They kill those bands. We don't need you anymore, eh? You want, and the other guys, who's next? You sure don't want to work for us? Now you're going to work for us, play for us. We're going to record you, and we're going to pump these out to the other castles. Right? And we got people standing there acting like they're playing, dressed up like dunces. <laughs> right? Now, think about this. People are like, that's going to take all our jobs. But without that, there's no. So it's just a tool. And how we look at it, we can go, that's going to take jobs. For me, I'm like, that's going to make things for people like me a lot easier. That's the mistake they're doing. Well, are we going to make the people that are like the ones that are like, yeah, I don't going to deal with all that. Let's make it easier for them to write grants, to have their bios written, to have a contract written, for them to really do all the things, do these multiple things. Let's make it easy for them. Not thinking that. We're like, we're going to make it hard for us because those people don't exist. They're too far in between. They're not going to come together. They're not going to connect. That's the bluff, right? Hmm. They're not going to. And after a certain amount of things in life, they already see that. That's why they get scared when hip-hop come together. When it be like coming together, they get scared, but they, they got it locked down here. You know, that's the thing. The things that they're not thinking about are like, okay, we're not going to put funding in schools. Now we'll put funding in music and art. Now you go in, oh, we're going to go into the elementary schools. They wasn't looking at gangster rappers and being like, these guys are going to come to elementary schools and teach. High schools, like, yeah, uh, we don't want to fund the high schools. You want to go to elementary schools? Sure. 
What are you going to do? Beatbox. Talk to them about rhythm. Nothing to see here but boundaries and, like, decisions and being, you know, having self-esteem, right? The things that aren't always taught. You know, And today, and a couple times I'll go, and there'll be a kid sitting in the front, right? And I look at him in the eyes. And, like, while things are going on, I'm like, I'm like, it's a call and response, but I'm looking at him, right? Talking about we're doing tongue twisters. So, it's like, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, saying that multiple times. And red leather, yellow leather. And, and Jay Ross is doing it. And then I'm looking at the kids like, yeah, red leather, yellow. And I'm messing up. And we're smirking, but he's looking at me. Right. And the teacher's like, oh. you know, my thing about it is sometimes they don't even have someone to do that. Yeah. Sometimes the mother is busy with two jobs doing something or the father, or they're just not even there. It's like, go play, whatever. And you look and they don't have that real connection with a human being that sees them as an equal human being, not a child, right. not anything, but like, yo, we're here. And he was like, looking, and that's the <clears throat> the trust that we have interacting with people. Right. We get that. And we feel this person gets me. Oh, whoa, okay. We trust. And a lot of people figured out how to use that and not be real. Right. But we are at a place of like, we bring it to the children. We reel about it. We support them. Look, you can be this. You're radio? Yeah, my name is radio. You know what I mean? My belly's big because I ate too many cookies, so don't eat too many cookies, y'all. But, like, I'm radio, and that's who I am. I'm radioactive. And they're like, wow. Like, no one named me that. It's just like, that's who I am. This kid got up to rap. Oh, this is so cute. He said, yeah, I don't really rap. I mean, um, never rapped before. Okay, come up and kick some flows. All right, I'll, I'll do something like, well, what's your rap name going to be? He said, oh. I don't know. We're thinking like, oh, Lil Wayne is what people were like. Lil Wayne, oh, there's a lot of little, little something. Yeah, little, little ketchup. <laughs> He's like, mmm, fries with a little ketchup. Chicken sticks, uh, fish, fish sticks with a little ketchup. <laughs> yeah, yo, it was so dope. I was like, little ketchup. <laughs> um, and then. Uh, What's wild is that we came to the I came to the the idea of you know how people are saying they little little this little that yeah my prophecy is lotta is that people are gonna be like yo lot of chains lot of lot of money lot of cheddar you know what I'm saying right, lot of right, dollars right. what's your name right. my name is lot of dollars right lot of ladies right right ll be like my name is lot of ladies like a lotta because instead of little little it's Lotta. Yeah. Lotta Mercy. Seems like a natural progression for sure. Lotta Mercy. That's a dope one. I like that one. Yeah. I'm glad y'all recorded this because I'm going to have to remember that one. Lotta Mercy. Yeah. Yeah. What's next on the What's next on the agenda? Can I hit you guys with questions? Yeah, sure. sure. All right. Can you tell me one time in your life where you were extremely humbled by a decision you made that was irrational. Yeah. But I'm going to make you tell it the first time we met. You Wait, remember you we were, were humbled by uh, what decision did you make? That was irrational to go outside with you 
No, that's a rational decision. That was a, that was an irrational. I'm like, wait a minute. No, Wingback, you did the right thing. <laughs> that was extremely rational. If okay. he was like, nah, man, I just can't because I work here and walked away. Right now, we'd be saying, I don't know when that's irrational. When you could have smoked with me, you didn't. Um, now you're okay. No, you know what? We when when I did this before, we told that story. That's true. So we told that story. But you know what? Something I did that My, was I have a better story. Okay, good. You changed my whole life by teaching me calmness. And your com- the way that you teach me calmness and, and just acknowledging that it be a thing sometimes where I feel like we knew each other so long ago. This has nothing to do with that, making it rational or the question that I asked. But Greg, you'll be able to answer. You'll get to answer that question as well. But uh, I'm telling a different story because a, a story that I find to be better than the story of when we met what is the story of when we connected which is a very different story. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, when we connected and we rode out to LA, Kobe Bryant passed, the Grammys happened. Puffy was like, yo, by next year, y'all going to be talking was a bit different. And they did. Notre Dame was burning. Right. Right. And the freaking world went upside down after that. But I would have never made it through that if I hadn't connected with you. And well, I and it's all and from, it's all a loop because, of course, rock the nation. Mm-hmm. I would have never survived the life I was living without that anchor to, to my life. Right. Like the, the, it's this thing where everybody feeds everybody. Right. And it's, we're all this one thing all the time. And so it was easy for me to connect with you because I was already connected through the work that you've done through your art. Right. Um, it couldn't have been that easy to connect with me to go to LA to, a. Uh, like if you has asked anybody, they'd be like, "What? He went to where with you to a yoga retreat? Like <laughs> radio? Listen, you know how many times all so many people have tried to get me to go, and I'm like, yo, one thing I'm not all that is you go, not yoga. You go, any of that type of thing. And well, so to it's even the ask thing me, I, it's the thing I didn't. Go, it's the thing it's, I didn't know about you that had me able to ask you." Right. I connected with the part of you that was that's beyond all that, because I can see beyond the surface. I can see into the heart of art. Right. The heart core of you. Right. Um, I'm going to have to think about what decision I made that was irrational while Greg tells his story, because that's actually a better question. And we're getting kind of off track here. I don't want to make it. Greg, do you have an answer? I do. I just want to make sure when you say humbled, um, that's not the positive of humility. Like when I was brought to my knees, like broken by an irrational decision, a mistake, like a mistake. Mm, Not a mistake, a decision. 
that was irrationally made that humbled you to realize, oh, humble, like, you know, if you're humming the word, that was bull. Like, that was bull. You know what I'm saying? Like, to yourself, man, I was some bull that I just did. You know, just do, I've done things where I'm like, why the hell did I just do that? Like, what? Well, I definitely have a decision I made in my life where I know it was a mistake. And that's when I've talked about it a few times on our podcast. I sold my soul to the devil and nothing, nothing, um, you know, like no black religion thing. I was just out on the deck wanting to be a rock star. And I said, all right, if that's what it takes to be a rock star, I'll do it. Sell my soul to the devil. And I, that's what you did. Yeah. And I went to a very dark journey, which I still am on in a way, um, a process of healing and a realization. Oh, God is real. Oh, whoops. <laughs> My bad. And, and in the process, discovering God is real and all love. So yes, I made a mistake from my viewpoint, from God's viewpoint, it never happened. Okay. But I was That's definitely good to know. broken. <laughs> I mean, why do you think from God's viewpoint? Because God created us. So this is my faith in what I've read in Course in Miracles, that God created us, and God only creates love and joy. So it's our experience of negativity, fear, darkness, broken, whatever, is a dream. And one day we will wake up and God will be there. Like, hey, like if we're a child, if you have a child and a child is like dreaming of a scary monster in the closet and the monster's chasing them down the hallway and they wake up screaming and crying and the parents, they're like, no, it's okay. Look, you're still in bed. There never was a monster down the hallway. It never happened. It was a dream. And that's like where God, my understanding, of course, in miracles is the Holy Spirit's the parent there at the bed saying, hey, it's a dream. It didn't happen. God is the next step where you are just immersed in that all love. So let me ask you this. Would you connect love with joy as being close to the same thing? I'd say they're one in the same. Absolutely. So sadness, there would be no love. There is no sadness. Of course, there's suffering. Yeah, but that's now, now you and I are talking about our physical experience on this planet. I'm talking about the oneness of creation. I see what you're saying. I'm just saying for me, <clears throat> joy, the, the, the issues that human beings have is mixing up joy, which is a part of love, as if it is one and the same. But, you know, like there's both sides to all things is the day there's the night um nature is beautiful with butterflies but nature is also tornadoes both of those things are love so um but cause suffering right but um when it comes down to human beings and man theology of something i don't believe that that is on the view of love from god because 
It's something we created. Even the thought of a monster running down the hall, what the monster looks like is probably going to be black and like tattered clothes are very much like the people in the village, right? Like the villains are looked like the people in the village and the witches look like this and the what's evil is told to us, but I don't believe. And then we're sold joy as if joy is love and love is happiness. I don't believe that that is all there is. That's when we start confusing and questioning. Why is this happening? Why is so much suffering happening? Well, it's all love, right? Love is like light. And light is beautiful when you turn it on and you want to see some place, but also light can burn you, light can blind you, right? And and so I think I try to separate that joy, happiness, things are beautiful thing as if that is God, because then then we think of back to the selling the soul to the devil, then we might think that the devil exists separate from God. Like God didn't create the devil where God created everything. And we're all inside of this thing, including the devil. Right. And the devil might be say like colonialists that might show up and tell these native Americans, Hey, we're going to buy this land from you. Mm-hmm. And the native Americans are like, what you going to give me a hundred dollars for this mountain? Thinking he thinks he can buy the mountain. <laughs> The mountain's not for sale, but sure, give me a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's your mountain. Right. 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 That's how those things happen where Right. Right. I agree. You sell your soul to the devil because the devil is really the devil is also love. Because this is the thing. The devil is really have you ever loved someone so much that it's like it gets you there's like darkness comes. Well, Mark can attest to this. Like my ex-wife, that relationship for me is a very loving relationship from which I've experienced a lot of pain. And, and you um, have to love someone that much in order to experience that type of pain, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Just be someone you bumped into on the street. And then all of a sudden, right. You have to love that much in order to get to that much pain. So the, the joy has to be so much that it actually is not joy. And that's, it swings around and to, and to have no joy, right. If you want to like hate or fear someone, right. You basically have to love them. And if you love them so much, you'll hate them. And if you hate them so much, you love them because you love is connection. Love is knowing about something. Love is accepting something the way it is. So you're like, oh, I accept how they like that. I just don't like it. And you know what I mean? These type of things. Right. Right. That's it. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, I believe duality is our humanness. I, I, I have faith that duality doesn't really exist. It's like water falling into the ocean. Once it hits, where's the drop? Where, you know, like it's still. The elements of that single drop exist, but you can't differentiate. I mean, the duality, I don't think duality exists in the eyes of God, but we, for all main purposes, duality exists because we exist. And there is one side of us and another, right? Right. There is a here, there is a there, there is a live, there is a, there's all duality. The only thing that, the only place there's not duality is with love. We've created the duality, hate, fear, and everything, but it's all love. That's the tricky part, right? No matter what, no matter where you go, it's all love. There's just minimum. Minuscule levels of it, right? So minuscule that we'll search for it. 
And we might see somebody that we think is filled with hate and they do something nice. And we're like, wow, that, that murdering you know, general right there just shed a tear because this dog getting hit by McCarthy. At least there's some love, right? Yeah, um, if everything's brown on the ground and you pour water on it and nothing's coming, then all of a sudden you see some green, you're like, there's some life. A plant yeah. might have a little green. There's still life in this, you know? I, yeah, and uh, you were talking earlier about the recordings, and then there's turntables, and then there's someone in a window with two turntables, and that, boom. And it reminded me of nature, and you have cement, and then a sprout breaks through the cement, and the cement starts breaking. And I have faith. That's that's nature, and we're a part of that. So no matter what's going on with the others of the world who want to profit and leave nothing for what they're taking from nature's always going to find a way through that cement. And nature is actually at the same time causing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the last time there was billions of living things of the same type of thing on earth, there was about 1.5 billion Tyrannosaurus Rexes on earth. Right now, the if there were no such thing as dinosaurs, we wouldn't be able to pollute the earth. Think about that. Yeah. Fossil fuels, yeah. plastics, all the all that's dinosaurs still. The dinosaurs was messing up things then and now. And what's going to happen is our creativity with it, the future is going to be making fuels off of the junk we have around. Our cre- you know, you know what I'm saying? Like we're leaving junk that we're like, oh, I'm like, you know what? We don't know what uranium is going to turn to once it goes down in the earth and turns into lava and like, blah, blah, blah. you see, once it gets broken down, we just know we won't be able to be here for it. Right. Oh, what happened? We're here. Uh, you're getting a call. <laughs> I have to pick up my daughter at six o'clock. Like I have to meet her at six. I'm Maybe it's back to where we at. Yeah, it's in a browser window. You'll find it. It's called. Should I pop off? You hey, gotta... you got us back. Well, hey, this has been really great. What I think we'll do is I will play a song that you did last year at the Elephant Room mm-hmm. in, in July. I'll just play that video right now, and we'll that'll be the way we go out. Yeah, and before we go out, though, I want to pump up a couple of. Folks that um some friends of mine, so I'll pump this up. Oh, is it backwards? No, we look good. It. Look clean. The write up. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's my homie Eli's group. You guys go check that out. All right. The write up. That's one thing. And also, here's another thing. Cali Watts. Cali Watts. All right. Go check out Cali Watts in time. All right. All right. Make sure y'all go and check that out. Thanks for having me here. And I'm I'm down to be around anytime, man. Like maybe we should I'd love to do one where I get interview some kids at work. Oh, I'm down for that, absolutely. And I gotta say, mm-hmm. I just th- I, this could have gone on for hours, I believe. So I do hope that we continue to connect because I'm appreciating you and very grateful that Mark has brought you into our world of moped outlaws. <laughs> Word up. You're dropping I'm the knowledge. Moped. 
Yeah. What's this here that you're going to play? Well, let's check it out. You did it last year and someone taped it from the audience. Okay. Oh, it's not playing here. It's not playing. We're struggling. Struggling. <laughs> Are you hearing it, Mark? It's not playing. What? It's, you're not playing it. Oh, it's not it. playing here. Oh. No. I pushed start on the wrong spot. Let me try that again. <laughs> here we go. We get the green, roll some animals that don't we get involved. Load the little phone at home, we got it stolen. Say it how we came, come from the brain. JC, how you feeling in here? That's my homie KC, that's the man of the year. I was ripping a rhyme until he walked right in front of me, giving me a pound in my hand, what they want from me. I guess it's poetry, freestyle lyric, the trouble right in the pocket, so I'm here to share it, giving words that I'm talking about. That's what I flow with the elephant in the room, a toad in the hole. I go back and forth, I mean, forth and back. Name is Radioactive, you can find me back. Used to rock with Spearhead, but before that, it was Galactic. And Carl Denson, yeah, the tiny universe, remember them days? Back in Boston, House of Blues. I would amaze my man, Professor and me and Delwin G. Open up your mind. We be the MC, got the sound and the sound. And as I was there, remember when I used to rock with Houseman? He would pull out the pipe saying, my man. And when I get the microphone, I'm taking land. And plus, I'm Jazz Mafia, you know, out of the. He's not my homie, we get close. Rock them shows, you can see how it be. Much free people, they down with me. My man Johnny G, and rest in peace. And when I'm on the microphone, I keep it to see. Oh yeah, I didn't see your hand in the back with a trap that's rolling on, keeping it down. I'ma get on the floor and dance around while I rap around the microphone, breaking it down, cause it's enough space. And that's how it be. The bass band rockin' even look like Johnny D. This is all family, now you know, first time that I'm rocking with you, this is the flow. I was doing a little something while I'm gonna speak, but I'd rather hear the horns while we free. We got round time music, music and rhyme, people here in the air. We doing it now while I'm drinking on my bubble, and you know we in trouble. Every time I go to spit it, I go for double. I be staring, staring, there is Karen holding her phone, yo. I am staring up on the floor as the ladies they dance. I would drink a shoot, but they don't make that. There ain't no cheese, so I do champagne. Yeah, 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 yeah
actually never seen that cool i never seen that at all that was dope uh okay (laughs) there we go yeah thank you so much thank you man i never seen that thanks for playing that that was dope to watch yeah it's Mm -hmm. great having you we will uh push this out monday lots of love Mm. let me know when we can do another show Right up. Have a happy uh, Earth Day. I'm gonna go yeah, to you Earth too. Day in Auburn on Sunday. So, all right, man. love you, brother. Love you too. All right, peace. Recording stopped. <laughs>